Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Medterra CBD. You can go to medterracbd.com and enter discount code BIGMXRADIO20 to save 20% off every single one of your purchases. And you can use that year-round. Not a Black Friday sale, not a Boxing Day sale. All the way around the calendar, you can save 20% on every single episode, every single purchase you make at medterracbd.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Phoenix Handlebars, phoenixhandlebars.com. Jason over at Phoenix Handlebars wants you to enjoy your ride, and he wants you to do it comfortably with a brand new set of Phoenix Handlebars. We do not have a, a, a code for them yet. You don't need to save money on awesome handlebars just yet, uh, but we're working on that. Go do that. Go to hang, go to uh, the website, find yourself a set of handlebars, and, and go get uh, the throttle twisted. I am your host. Brad Gebhardt. I'm on all of these podcasts as we close in on 800 episodes over the last seven years broadcasting. That's well over three episodes a week. Thank you very much. And uh, with us on the line, two guys making their first appearance on the podcast, but I, but based on a 28-minute conversation prior to recording, I think that there's, we're definitely going to have to make these guys repeat offenders. Um, they're uh, extremely passionate about the sport of motocross and very knowledgeable, and they do some really cool stuff uh, with the, their oil company, Reverend Motors. We're talking to Corey and Colton Freck. Boys, how's it going? Good. How are you, man? What's up, Brad? Hey, not doing too bad, my friend. This is uh, uh, a beautiful, actually, it's dark outside now uh, at, at 6 p.m. Um, here in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, where uh, we're getting close to the, the shortest day of the year. But the, the, the weather's been actually quite nice. And uh, yeah, getting getting uh, through some school stuff, getting some podcasts out, talking motocross with a couple of passionate uh, young men like yourself. Uh, I have no complaints to you. Not at all. We're enjoying uh, Southern California here, and um, we're, you know, just living it up day if by day. If we sound too Californian, too. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll tone it back a bit. Yeah, you guys are, so like, you, you guys are, like, like core SoCal guys. Like just bros, <laughs> yeah. black socks, flat brim hats. Wait, no, is that, is that you or guys? that's not you guys? <laughs> no, not at all. Not white frame sunglasses, not, none of that stuff. No. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, so let's, let's introduce, uh, the people before the brand, because people don't, people don't buy from brands. They buy from people. So, um, I don't, I think you guys are brothers. You can probably maybe arm wrestle over it. I'm sure you guys have broken each other's noses a couple of times fighting over who's going to introduce who first, but, um, I'll leave that up to you guys. Who, uh, who's going to tell the story of themselves and, uh, uh, introduce yourselves to the big MX radio faithful. Well, yeah, we didn't arm wrestle. Corey would just typically punch me in the forehead um, yep. <laughs> when I was little. But, um, yeah, we're brothers. We started this thing back in uh, 2018. And, uh, yeah, it's been kind of a wild journey. Um, Corey and I are five years apart. Um, and uh, we always had a love for the the industry and moto and racing. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm – I'm Corey. I'm 29. Um, I have, uh, I'm, I'm actually a, uh, an electrician by trade. I'm doing this on the side. Been in the, I've been electrician for about seven or seven years, eight years. Um, and you know, it's definitely not, it's a way, it's, you know, a way to make money. Um, but it's also my, my first passion's always been motocross and, 
you know, my dad bought uh, me and me and my brother here, and we have we actually there's four of us total. So uh, I'm the oldest, and then it goes our brother Connor, um, and then we have a brother, and then Colton, and then our youngest brother named Cameron, and we all start with um, the letter K. So and it's they had to have one more to not make it a you know yeah a Colt yeah. So we had to we had to uh, so we're all we all have the same initials kind of weird but um you know we we my our dad bought us our first motorcycles i was i think i was eight years old and it was a ds um a ds80 same so bike like, i uh, had the same first bike so we got that in common boys there you go and then i think the predecessor was a jr80 um but which we still have by the way yeah we still have that bike and then uh colton i think what your bike first was a xr80 no i i got a classic pw50 yeah, there you go. And oh, so my, we got our that. friend Brett Smith would appreciate that. If if you if you're not following, we went fast yet. Uh, you you should. And if you're following, you know damn well that he's pumping that uh, uh, PW50 thing. Uh, his article like no tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, dude. They they are. I'm stoked. Yamaha's doing a great job of still making that stuff. I, we go to the Long Beach Motorcycle Show every year and. Obviously not this year because of the pandemic, but I mean they still have the PW50s on the line, and I was like, man, that's, Love it. that's so rare. Yeah, but we got our first bikes around around Christmas time, and uh, it kind of just, you know, we begged we begged our parents for bikes, and then they finally caved. Um, you know, when I was eight and Colton was four, four, yeah, yeah. Four. So we, they finally caved, and we've been off to the races, so to speak, no pun intended, ever since. Kind of. You know, me, I, I uh, really, you know, I, I was terrible at, at ball sports. Um, I mean, not like bad, like I'm a, uh, you know, but I loved motocross. It was the only way that I could work on, work on myself, you know, as a, as a person, um, rather than, you know, playing baseball or any of that. And I think, uh, I think that would be for all my brothers or, and Colton too, especially, um, it kind of gravitated towards the sport of motocross and in a lot of ways it kind of saved our sanity and our lives, if you will. For sure. And, and uh, motocross is, is an addiction. We love it. We spend our uh, hard-earned paychecks on it, whether we're uh, uh, an electrician down in SoCal or laying bricks full-time here uh, up in uh, the, the tundra of Canada. Um, there's nothing we won't do to get that throttle therapy. And uh, um, hats off to you guys for, for not only continuing to be uh, involved in the sport, championing the sport into your 20s but also giving back to it uh with not only the brand but uh just your way the way you guys support the uh, the sport um clearly uh there's a I, I can sense you guys feel an obligation to give back and that's cool yeah thanks man we appreciate that you know whether we have a company or not we're always going to be advocates for the sport yeah 100 percent. you know we we're uh you know a lot of a lot of the cool things that we want, you know, we want to do and what we want to see the, the sport progress um, into is a lot of stuff like uh, that you're doing and like uh, Lund is doing and uh, Wolf Enduro and a lot of cool brand out there. Um, just cool people behind them that are just, um, you know, pushing the envelope and, and um, com- uh, you know, empathy um, first, you know, rather than rather than profits and, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to come off sounding like that. But that's truly me and Colton and Daniel's heart on uh, what we're doing here. 
For sure. And uh, you'd mentioned Daniel. He's the uh, the the third member, this three-headed monster that runs the, runs the show over at uh, Reverend Motors. Uh, I understand that you guys do speak for him. Uh, he doesn't have a mind of his own. <laughs> no, we control everything he does and says. Okay. Yeah. No, so t- tell me about him. Yeah. So we uh, we actually met Daniel. Um, we, we met Daniel through uh, church, um, uh, uh, Bible study, and um, we 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 knew him through his dad. He's a he's a pastor, and uh, he was kind of leading. His dad was kind of leading the men's group that we were all um, you know participating in, and. Uh, we found out that he was working for um, working for a large um, company, uh, large industry leader, FMF, and um, kind of like not really, you know, uh, didn't really think, you know, too much of it. We just kind of like had this idea. And Daniel has been a solid dude for us in, in a sense, you know, like you said, we're brothers. So he brings a good um, as aspect, you know, and me and Colton have disagreements, you know, he's the third vote. So it's like, it, it, Daniel, I mean, I don't know, I, I don't know what much more to say, but you know, I'm, then Daniel has just been an awesome guy for, for Reverend and we consider him brother. I like that, man. Well, it's glad to see that uh, you guys don't just keep it in the family or welcome uh, other people into the fray. And uh, more uh, more heads at times can be can can cause some issues. But like you said, uh, when it, when it comes to a swing vote uh, separating brothers, uh, that can be important. Now. When, when anybody who uh, first looks at uh, your Instagram, if you're not already following Reverend Motors uh, on Instagram, you need to go ahead and do that. Um, but uh, they immediately look at the, the branding of the, uh, of the oil brand and uh, just everything you guys are all about. And it's just a good old-fashioned throwback to uh, maybe a simpler time, maybe when uh, when people uh, looked at the ingredients a little bit more back in the day, maybe when uh, things that have a little bit more soul to them. Uh, in like, I feel like a little. There's some like late '60s, early '70s vibe with a lot of the branding and and certainly some a lot of the motorcycles that you guys feature on Instagram. Um, obviously, that's an intentional thing for you guys. Um, for a couple of guys that I, you're you're both sub thirty. Um, what, uh, wh- why do you guys have such a great connection with a bygone era that, uh, basically existed long before either one of you were even thought of? Yeah, it, it all started for, for us when, you know, um, me, especially when we, uh, uh, watched on any Sunday, um, Bruce Brown's film. I mean, that just, that just threw my, threw our world upside down kind of, it was just, um, it seemed like there is more of a community base. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, maybe that's the wrong word, but m- maybe there's, there was just more camaraderie around it. I mean, like, you know, you, you, you probably had your, your parents that were like riding, you know, some, something like an XL 350 or something back in the day. Everyone seemed like they were riding motorcycles back in the day. And, yeah. Mom's you know, even raced a road or, you know, yeah. 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 It was for us. It was just like, for me, that, one thing that really st- stood out for, in that movie was, you know, the scene where, um, you know, uh, Steve McQueen signs up as Harvey Mushman and he's racing along with a pig farmer from Marietta. Like th- that for us was 
you know, for, for us is the, the motorcycle industry. It's just about community at the end of the day. And for us, that's, um, we always stuck with those vibes, you know, like Saddleback, which, you know, is pretty close to us. Old Saddleback, you know, um, and, uh, was is like right up the street where the remnants of the track. And, um, you know, for us, it's one of those things where we just feel like we, that, that time in that era back then was just more of like, like I said, community base and something that, you know, is, uh, that we strive to kind of bring back, if you will. Yeah. I mean, we, we, and this is a tribute to you too, Brad, you know, just your logo too, and how it, you know, that thing pops kind of like the old Bull Taco logo. We've always gravitated toward that stuff. I mean, even what Corey and I wear, um, you know, we've just kind of always gravitated towards that, you know, three-year decade, 50s, 60s, 70s, um, and just old-school vibes. And, you know, in the 2000s, motocross was going through kind of like an identity crisis, and, you know, now it's kind of going into pick whatever look you want. Um, you know, you get companies like Fast House now and all these great companies that are kind of, you know, changing the game. And that's kind of what we're trying to do on our own little twist. For sure. And I think it's really cool to give that sort of uh, just more like kind of like a homage or a nod to the past a little bit. I think uh, the Reverend uh, Motors logo wouldn't look out of place if there was if, if it was like a modern day remake of uh, American Graffiti or something like that. I think you guys have a really, really cool look and it goes right along the side. Like like you said, the Fast House guys like Kenny Alexander, they like I, I was talked to him many times and for him, it's it's not about. Um, when we started making the gear, like it's it's not about having like a retro looking gear. It's it's celebrating yeah. a kind of a uh, an era, a time and place when uh, things were a little bit uh, simpler in the way that you could show up to the track, whether it be a car trailer pulled by a Honda Civic or you had a moto van, or and you like people barely set up uh, an awning to, to speak of. It was just about enjoying the sport, throttle therapy, Indian dunes, uh, and it didn't matter what you what you were on, run with your brung, and uh, we'll drink about it later. You know what I mean? That's totally uh, a 100% men to that. That's, <laughs> that's exactly where we're at, like how we feel about where, you know, what we're doing. People like yourself who are bringing it like, people who bring the, that kind of vibe to it. I mean, there was, for us, it was cool. Like the fifties and sixties around there, you know, there was hand painted signs. Someone had to put their skill and their labor into that in order for it to, you know, come out. There's not like huge print printing, printing stuff. You know, if you wanted to have like a sale or something, there was a guy that was actually, that was his job, you know? So for us, we've always loved that and gravitated towards that where it's like a handcrafted type Type era where you know things were just made with like kind of integrity if you will um at least for me i'll speak for myself on that that's that's something that you know i really enjoy um that i really like especially what fast house does as well with you know some of the the vibes that they bring with um you know their gears their gear selection and the the choices they make and um you know who that who they support and just all that, all the above, actually, it's it's, it's quite it's quite interesting, and cool to watch. Absolutely, it is. And you know what? As soon as I saw Fast House gear, first of all, ordered some. Secondly, I was like, watch uh, every other brand go out and try to replicate this. And I've literally heard of stories of like brands like uh, like Fox Racing or Fly having like a, a design meeting 
where literally wall to wall is just like fast house jersey. And you're like, we're competing with that because that is what pops. And, uh, and then yeah. of course, literally what do we have? Like uh, Thorsten Hallman, like they have like the Hallman series. They have basically all just throwback gear. There was a little while there when like all of there was like fly racing had like an all like basically like hard, like all the body was one color and the sleeves are another color. Like that's just, that's fast house all day long. Um, it's really yeah. cool to see companies like, like see and like, see that that style and then like also respect that style and be like we got to make that too because that's what moves yeah i mean not to get on a on a gear tangent here but i remember when jt was coming back and they were kind of the first ones to spark that but they yeah i mean fast off just took it to another level yeah a lot of what what uh, uh jt did with that was sort of like basically completely recreate gear that was already existed right. which was cool i loved that stuff uh if they would have built off of that a little bit more i think they would have had more success um i think I, they more f- kind of started to focus on like kind of like they did their throwback gear and then they tried to do new school gear and it's like no you're no you're you're known for being old school like stay that way be true to your brand but but yeah. uh yeah and, and there's Brad, yeah go ahead Sorry, uh, there, quick story on that note. Like one, we were we were uh, I was riding in Ocotillo Wells. You know, uh, this was what maybe last year. And I was I was riding, and I, there's this uh, there there's this place called the Trestles, and it's like a like an old um, um uh, like a uh, I guess like a train track that comes over, and you kind of just hang out there and camp or whatever. People just hang out there. It's like a riding destination spot. But what was crazy is I'm watching as I'm, you know, we're, we're hanging out and, you know, I'm sipping on a Modelo and I'm, I'm watching these, you know, other riders pull in. I watched this kid pull in and it like shocked me. He had brand new gear, brand new bike, but was wearing his van. And it was like, now that was the question for me. I was like, wow, you know, like with, with gear so expensive and everything too, like what, like, you know, what? what was like the trade-off there, you know, it was my thought process. And that's kind of like that, that getting into it was like, why, you know, why we're pushing or why we want to be so involved with the community is to, you know, maybe give, you know, um, like help out someone who's just, you know, wanting to get out there and ride um, kind of like what we've, uh, you know, talked about recently. So it's, it, for me, it's like a, it's, it's hard for, you know, gear, gear companies are doing an amazing job, uh, you know, fast house box, all of them. Um, I'm, we're, we're just, we, what we're trying to do is, you know, and what we, our hearts are in is just watching those, you know, maybe if, you know, if I were a boot guy, I'd probably give that kid a pair of boots, you know, type of deal. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's, that's kind of, that's kind of where we're at and, you know, what, what we're trying to provide with our brand. For sure. You, you guys are passionate about getting people out on two wheels and enjoying themselves. And I think there's something to be said about that. Um, and especially within a space uh, with a space like oil where um, like everything comes down to performance. It's, it's performance absolutely and foremost first and then sort of uh, like branding and the connection to the brand uh, sort of secondary. And um, I think that there's uh, a, a little bit of like the, the story is kind of lost uh, in that a little bit. But um, like first and foremost, people want to know that uh, that your product can perform. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of why we reached out to, to Lund. He's, he's right down the, I mean, not right down the street. He's SoCal too. 
Um, and Corey's been following him for a while. We watch his builds and always loved what he did. And Corey and I were thinking, you know, we can't really tell people, hey, this stuff's the best. You know, like we we can't just say that. We have to, you know, have the actual product speak for itself. And like what you said, the performance. Um, and so we kind of just reached out to Clint. We're like, hey, man, like, love what you do. Um, would you want to try any of this stuff? And it, that's kind of our first, you know, validation from, you know, a guy like Clint and his pedigree. Um, that's kind of where it kicked off. You know, we kind of like what we talked about earlier, Brad, um, on the phone, like we want to start breaking down these barriers of these fallacies in the industry of like, you know, all these misconceptions of oil. There's a lot of misinformation out there. Um, and so that's kind of our MO right now. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's still very science and engineering and all that stuff. Um, but it, it's not as crazy as people think it is. For sure. So well, then that, with that, I ask you what the, uh, like my next question is, uh, what do you feel is the biggest misconception when it comes to oil and what, what people are putting in their bikes, uh, how often they're changing it out? Um, and I'm sure um, you guys must have taught you've, talked to a lot of consumers over the years or the, the two years that you've been, you guys have been uh, working with it. Um, like what, what are, what's the, some of the things that uh, just people have completely wrong about uh, how they're putting oil, when they're putting oil and uh, when they choose an oil, what they choose. Yeah, that's a great question. We, um, you know, obviously preventative maintenance is, is key. So obviously changing it, we always tell people follow, you know, the, the manual and what comes with your bike um you know but if you buy a ktm they're telling you to run motor x which is fine um and we just want to be an alternative there the kind of the fallacies that we believe um you know people think like we got hit up by these people that make old vintage bikes right and they hit us up and like hey we heard this guy we used to take our bikes to he's kind of an older dude who said don't run synthetics in these old bikes and just from what we know we know that's not true you know that that synthetics in their purest form are just better than mineral-based oils and that's kind of not to get into the technicals but you have your base stocks right and it, it really just comes down to that and then the additives you put into it. So it's kind of like making mac and cheese, if you will. I love mac and cheese. Go on. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you get, you know, you buy your, your noodles and your cheese and, and put those two together. That's kind of what we're doing over here. Going into the backstory a little bit more about us is yep. in our men's group, we also, I mean, call it a divine encounter, what you will, but we also met our chemical engineer too. And so he kind of gave us a lowdown of how that worked. And, um, you know, he was in the industrial field and we kind of brought him on and he gave us some pointers into kind of the, the fallacies that people run into. So, um, yeah, it, it was, it's one of those things too, for our, like when we were talking to him, like our main objective was like, at first it was just, can we make a two stroke oil that, smells as good as you know what um people were running back in the day like the bell rays and everything but you know those are all casters 
space, you know? And yeah, I was, I was about to say, do you have something yeah. that can touch my caster 927? Is like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I don't, I, I could literally, I could be running pump gas. I could be running like, like regular. And it sounds like, it smells like I have full blown race gas. Yeah. We, that's kind of, yeah, dude, I appreciate that. We were, our whole goal was to make a synthetic oil that, wouldn't you know uh, with the two strokes we didn't want to gunk up the power valve and like as as a lot of you know like as you may know like it, the the caster will create a varnish on the the inside of the cylinder um that you know that is due to high heat from the caster just kicking on there so there's there's a there's some stuff to it that you know uh you know if someone's running 97 power to you man they make great stuff maxima makes great stuff everyone is making really good oil however we wanted to make a synthetic that clean burn or burn cleaner and smelled you know awesome coming out your tailpipe and you know you mix that with some vp and you're you're good to go so we we really you know wanted to just bring that kind of nostalgia back too that goes back to the nostalgia thing is just you know making two strokes smell great again you know it was like that that type of thing where you know how could we how could we do that so um you know then we created our our that we created holy smoke two-stroke which is the is a coffee scented um coffee scented two-stroke oils coffee scented yeah move over yamalube we have no more (laughs) strawberry scented nothing coffee scented like this this is this needs to be like a stocking stuffer for in in literally every mo every two stroke guy's household, like yeah, it's weird. Star- Starbucks has been hitting us up. I don't know why, but <laughs> that would be something. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Yeah, dude. It, for us, it was one of those things. We we just really wanted to kind of like do stuff differently, and you know, but make a really good bitchin' product for it as well for your bike, and you know, um, and uh, you know, a lot of misconceptions are is you know. You know, there's there's different tiers of oil, and a lot of tier everything. Um, you know, uh, there's you know with a hundred percent synthetic oil. You know that stuff was made for aircraft. You know, um, there's a part of your bike that, um, you know, not to get all in the science of that, but there there needs to have that some of that mineral base that um, you know you need in order for. I mean, we're not running, we're not. That's why they created for our hundred percent synthetic. Um, oils for you know uh, for the uh, for the airline World industry, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Really? Okay. So, like, yeah, what would I be can... the main reason why? Like, say I'm a, I'm a diehard um, supporter, or I I I I've been using a specific brand for a long period of time. Had pretty like pretty much no issues with it that i that i know of anyway because i'm 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 joe public i don't crack my engine open unless it asks me to um why do i switch brands why do i choose uh to go with uh uh reverend motors other than the cool stickers that come with uh every every purchase (laughs) well that's actually a good point um you know we kind of just want and you know people we don't we're never telling people to switch like what we get a lot is, Hey, I've been running this for a while. Why would I switch? We get that question a lot. Um, and it's really just an alternative. Someone that you can actually connect with, I think is what we would say. Um, you know, we want a product that's 
still turnkey for you that you don't need to crack open the engine case or the head of your piston. Um, we like that you check the piston in your two-stroke to make sure it's burning clean. Um, but really, that's kind of what it comes down to for us. Yeah, we, we don't, there's, there, we don't, like, uh, we're not, we don't think is like, we don't think of um, other oil brands as our competitors, really. We think of them more of just like in the space, if you will, because what we're trying to build is, you know, bigger than us inside the community. So when you're buying oil from us, you're, you're, you're basically becoming a part of this community that we're trying to build as well, a journey, if you will. And, you know, we're, we, we, we're trying as, you know, we're only, I work, a, I work, you know, um, from five in the morning, like yourself, probably from five in the morning till like two thirty, sometimes three o'clock yes, in the afternoon and jam, jam on Reverend Motors. And then Colton's while Colton's, you know, um, getting, uh, getting stuck, like just doing the day to days and, you know, and Daniel is helping along where he, where he can and doing everything that he can with his schedule. He has two kids and, you know, and um, has a full-time gig as well. So there's, you know, we're, we're doing our best to with what we're, you know, what our time frame and our money and the rest of it goes. But we, we fully, we're funding ourselves. We're bootstrapping ourselves. And, uh, you know, if, if someone, you know, wanted to, um, you know, like it was a, why do I want to switch brands? Like, you know, I don't know. It's question, it would be more so like, you know, if, like, we're never going to detour someone from, you know, doing what they've already done for a long time. We just simply are just stoked that they're out riding and doing. Something. Yeah. It's just an alternative. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not like you're where you get, you switch over cause it looks cool. You know, you would go to fast house cause it looks cool. Um, you know, we're, we're very much, and that's kind of where it, it, it comes down to is having a community, but also having a community that trusts us in the products we put out too. So, to answer your question, we're kind of just doing it for an alternative and um, hopefully in the near future, bring more information to the community as kind of starting with podcasts like this and um, some content of our own to open to the public. I love it. And, and on top of that, um, like fantastic branding, fantastic uh, brand of oil. And uh, when when I contacted you guys uh, via social media, uh, as I assume uh, a customer might, like you're getting Corey, you're getting uh, Colton, like right off the hop. You're, you're getting you're getting information right from the horse's mouth. It's not a uh, someone who runs your your social media or your marketing uh, representative or something like that. You're getting it straight to the top, and I I, I think that there's uh, a lot of value in that, and that you guys, um, if you happen to come across a, a really stoked. Uh, um, customer, you can champion those people and, and support them that much more. Or if you have a, a, a person that has a question, or maybe they didn't even have, maybe they didn't have a great experience, you guys can put out that fire immediately, uh, or, or or help somebody out. And uh, that's the integrity that I was talking about uh, when we were uh, uh, at the beginning of this conversation. Yeah, dude. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Like we get so many messages from customers and people that aren't even using our stuff just asking us for our opinion um like what we recommend we always you know for safeguard recommend what your manual says but we try to give them as much as you know information as possible so they don't have to go around a bunch of forums 
definitely like it, it rather than someone having to like search the internet scour it to uh to get to the bottom be like hey just so you know your your manual says this we've also had success with that uh and uh we'd love some feedback if you happen to go that way let us know and i think that really goes a long way with people and the fact that you guys are kind of like uh blue the the blue collar um entrepreneur guys who uh, they speak the language you guys are like you have you, you speak plain english which i think a lot of uh motocross racers uh respect and appreciate and uh i think that goes a long way with people certainly it does with me yeah there's a well we appreciate that there's a lot of like keith from wolf enduro says we're very farm to table so we, we i like it we're we're yeah, we're 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 basically, you know, we're we're like I said, we bootstrap ourselves. So we're not when 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 a customer hits us up or you know someone, you know, we we ask for the most criticism anytime we're selling a bottle of oil or or doing any or you know whether it's our chain lube or whatever we're providing product wise, um, you know, we just want we want an honest opinion back and you know what. What could we improve on? You know, and a lot of the moto community has just been so um, nice to us and so awesome to us and supportive. Um, and that's why we, you know, we want to get back to that that community as well. You know, stuff as you know as we grow, we have a lot of dreams in the pipeline of you know helping and inspiring other you know other brands to pop up and. Um, you know, with just like basically do, doing your dream and the, and pursuing the American dream, you know, um, is what we want. We want to see this. We want to see our sport grow. We want to see more stuff happen where, you know, um, Corva is a great example. Um, you know, Corva, California Off-Road Association, those guys do so much for, you know, the off-road community and what they do um, is simply amazing. Um, to even just, you know, be alongside brands like that or, or uh, causes like that or any of that stuff, we're, we're always 100% supportive on it. So that's kind of like the, the crutch of it is, you know, can't, obviously we'd love to have this as, you know, our main, um, at least for me, my main source of like, you know, do this full time. Um, but, you know, I'm still very happy with, you know, how we're building it and where, where we're going in the future. I love it, boys. You guys have a really cool brand, a really cool message. And uh, I think it's going to help you uh, move some oil and, and get in some some garages across uh, North America. Where can people find out more information? Where do they follow? Where do they interact with you guys uh, to become part of the family? Dude, uh, just on Instagram, that's kind of how we started it, Facebook and Instagram. Um, we go directly to you. We're not, you know, selling wholesale to some third-party guy on Amazon. Um, you know, we, we can, you can just go to our website. Yeah, reverendmotors.com reverendmotors.com if you're not already following you're missing out turn on that notification bell so you get uh info every time that these guys are, are laying it down really cool cats really cool product and uh just an awesome brand to get in, uh, get in touch with um shout out to clint lund for uh for at lund mx for connecting us and how did you guys connect brad uh, well, he he's a, a loyal listener and a because uh, uh, obviously he's where he listens while he's working on bikes in the shop, 
as well as he tunes into all the Instagram lives. And actually, the funny thing is I, I, I meant to have a podcast with him at some point, and uh, we've just sort of been pat- ships passing in the night. Haven't had Clint on the podcast yet, so you guys actually beat him here. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Clint, we love you, dude. We're yeah. <laughs> Love much, you, dude. much love to Clint. We're going to have to have him on uh, as we get closer uh, to the holiday season. Uh, I guess that's uh, this is in full swing now. Uh, I would like to try and do, um, and it's not totally undoable, 20 podcasts, 20 days to get to um, it's get to 800 podcasts before the end of this year. This would be one of those episodes. Um, and uh, it would be really cool if we could do that. So, I, like, we, we might just have to have uh, Clint on at some point. But uh, he's, a, he's a really cool uh, individual, super passionate about the sport, ton of integrity with the, all the work that he does. And, uh, yeah, I can't thank him enough for connecting me with you guys. And uh, I think at some point we're going to have to get some uh, um, some Reverend Motors product up to uh, Big MX Radio testing facilities, a.k.a. my garage. So at some point usually by may 2021 we can get some riding in because it's cold up here just shoot just shoot us the address man we'll send it right out love it yeah my friend. We, we 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 can't thank uh you and what you do and clint and the rest of the community again i mean, I, I know i've harped on that like most of the show but this is, <laughs> it's just it's it's kind of surreal when you when you put yourself in you know it's we don't think of ourselves like that or you know we're just blessed and like super humbled by you know being on this podcast having friends like clint you know the whole community is just awesome awesome my friend well uh i really appreciate the time you guys are awesome uh next time we have you on the podcast let's get daniel on here as well to get all three voices uh which will be even more traffic for me to sort of um direct at some point but uh we'll cross that bridge when we get there Boys from Reverend Motors, if you're not already following on Instagram, do so. Uh, really appreciate the time tonight, boys. Appreciate it. Dude, thank you. Yeah, dude, thank you. We'll send you a coat, too, for uh, Winnipeg. Love it, my friend. Yeah, uh, we have a <laughs> coat for up here. Man. Like, it was just like you have to sew a ton of patches together to uh, keep me warm or something along those lines. It's, it's going to be we're, – we're barely into it. It's going to be a long and cold one uh, on top of COVID. Uh, but um, – <laughs> This has been fantastic, guys. Lots of uh, uh, lots of podcasts to come with the two of us, or the three of us, rather, uh, to go through uh, some memory lane and this, that, and the other thing about the brand. I think we're, we're definitely going to turn this into a bit of a series to come. Um, but uh, um, you guys have a great rest of your day. I appreciate you making the time for me tonight as well as uh, in the future. And, um, yeah, don't hang up just yet. But for podcast sake, let's cut it off right there.